You're with Julian on the brown note and Israel v Palestine. Why I think Netanyahu, the Israeli Prime Minister, is pushing for World War Three. Oh my God, there are so many opportunities to it. Um, so now we've got the UK and the US bombing Yemen. So Yemen, uh, Houthi rebels, which the West regards as being Iran, um, have been attacking um, mostly, I think, Israeli connected vessels traveling in that narrow gulf area um, in support of uh, Palestinians being massacred in the Gaza Strip. Um, Netanyahu has, hasn't got many friends at all at the moment, but the reason why this could uh, spill over is it's actually almost mathematically set up to happen. So Israel keeps attacking any interests aligned with Iran. Iran is aligned with Russia. The UK and the US are already militarily involved in attacking Yemen. And the US and UK are already involved in attacking Russia, who are, of course, invading Ukraine. So there are so many options here for actually spreading this conflagration because everyone's on the opposite side russia and israel have actually got a very complex relationship where they're not enemies but israel believes that their enemies are syria and iran and that russia backs them and vice versa so israel is pushing continually to attack those elements such as syria and iran this is based on iran warns airstrike on Syria will not go unpunished. Iran's president said an airstrike on the Syrian capital, this is like within the last 24 hours, that killed five senior members of Iran's security forces will not go unanswered. Abraham Raisi said Israel was to blame for the attack, which also killed a number of Syrian forces. Um, and it's not the only time it's happened. Now, the big deal here is that Netanyahu has come out and said what we all knew, which is he rejects a two-state solution. Ameri there are two main elements to America maintaining the facade of making Israel do the right thing when it comes to Palestinians. Number one is uh, unwavering support for the two-state solution. Number two is opposition to internationally illegal settlements. And the U.S. has actually, I, like, I, I worry about the impending election involving Donald Trump because the U.S. is, is doing, it, the U.S. needs to play the PR game a lot better here because behind the scenes it's continually agitating Netanyahu's government to do the right thing, but it doesn't look like that publicly. And that's not how it's coming across. So at least America has said, we are complete, we're not, we're going to ban travel to the US for people that have visas from um, illegal settlements inside the West Bank or Gaza Strip. Because inside the West Bank, the Israeli settlers in these illegal settlements are running amok into Palestinian communities, committing all sorts of crimes in response to Netanyahu's war in the Gaza Strip. America has stood firm on this, and I believe um, Albanese's Australian government is also doing the same, where they're going to ban travel from the settlers to Australia. Now, that's a good thing, but the other is the two-state solution, and America has indeed stood firm on the two-state solution, saying they completely oppose what Netanyahu has 
basically come out and said, you know, the quiet part loud, which is we actually want to wipe out the Palestinian state, which we all know was their goal. The, the problem is, is that Donald Trump agrees with them. So Netanyahu may be looking at um, later in the year where the, his idea of uh, completely not acknowledging any form of two-state solution and simply absolving the entire Gaza Strip and West Bank into Israel is actually supported by the current administration. It's not now. Um, so that's going to be interesting to how it plays out. But the other really dangerous thing here is Netanyahu's support in Israel is terrible. In July 2023, 300,000 Israelis protested against Netanyahu. He's not liked in Israel. He is completely beholden to the hardest right elements in his government because he doesn't have any support in Israel. 15% of Israelis want Netanyahu to stay on as president after the war. He has no reason politically. He is a, a political animal that has survived unending corruption charges and appalling human rights abuses. But he's done so by continually leveraging the harder and harder right of Israel. And the protests last year in June with him, his government trying to derail the Supreme Court, which is, a, is one of the most important elements of any democracy, which says that there's a court in the land that's above you. And Trump's doing much the same in America by stacking the Supreme Court in America. And then he's currently lobbying to say that a president should be immune from prosecution. And that's immune from prosecution if he decides to bomb Hillary Clinton's house. It is. It's across the board immunity from prosecution for any crimes that is committed by a president. Horrific stuff. But Netanyahu was ahead of the curve here by saying that the government of the day should have control of the Supreme Court in Israel, which caused enormous protests in the street. So the interesting fact here is how will America respond, given they are the number one funder of Israel when it comes to military hardware, given that is now being used in, or, or always was, but now is very openly being used in genocide by someone that opposes the two-state solution that they themselves are unequivocally for are they fun as american tax dollars funding genocide the lack of support netanyahu has in his own country is pushing him to the most extreme he can personally i believe he is hard right but i also think he's a much more political animal that is simply utilizing the people that would naturally support him and it is showing up enormous Western hypocrisy. You look at Rishi in the UK or Albanese in, in Australia or Biden in America, their governments continually trot out this line. Israel has a right to defend itself. Does Syria? Does Lebanon? Does Iran? Apparently those people don't have a right to defend themselves because if they did, they'd probably be at war with America. So saying that Israel has a right to defend itself as a get-out-of-jail-free card in this conflict, you're not applying it to the other nations that Israel's attacking. Anyway, I'm trying to keep these pieces short as I've got quite a few to go through, but it does suit Netanyahu for a wider conflict. And with, uh, with American forces, 
Like American forces and British forces, two of the most powerful militaries on earth, haven't physically been involved in the conflict in Ukraine despite their de facto arming of the country and support of the conflict through, you know, drones and planning and everything else. Soldiers on the ground hasn't happened there. But with soldiers on the ground in a de facto manner of airstrikes on Yemen, which is attacking what they believe is Iran, uh, a de facto Iran-sponsored regime, they have kind of got troops on the ground already on an opposite side of a conflict where Russia is on the opposite side in both Ukraine and in the Israeli conflict. So it's utterly terrifying.